I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around. And now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it? With no investors and without an Ivy League degree, this podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. Hey, welcome back to the show. Today, I want to make a quick episode about um, some people I've been dealing with lately and how they think. And it made me really ponder about how rich people think. If you guys have read any of the books, Thinking Grow Rich, any of these money-making type of books, they all talk about the mindset of the wealthy. And, and a lot of you guys know, a quick story, a lot of you guys know, I so I run a fund. We do a lot of things out of my fund, but the, one of our main things is we do these small short-term bridge loans. And these loans are anywhere from, I don't know, three grand to like 30, 40 grand in that range. We usually do them to entrepreneurs. We're helping them consolidate credit card debt, a lot of different things they use for that money. But that's kind of our, our target audience. We have this great little niche we've found. I've done it for like three and a half years. Okay, that's my fund. Um, and I'm not gonna give you more details because some of you guys might go steal it because it's a really good idea. <laughs> um, but so we're giving loans to these entrepreneurs. And I, I like working with entrepreneurs. I like working with people that are business-minded, right? And most of the people we work with actually are fantastic. Even if even if things with their loan don't work out, well, sometimes they, we give them a loan, they're supposed to use it for other things and they don't and stuff goes bad. If we're dealing with a, a business owner, typically like we're speaking the same language, right? And I understand I'm talking to a, a sane, rational person. Well, we have a few people, obviously, it'll come through that, that don't think like that. They think more like consumers. And right now, for instance, we have, we have one guy and it's very interesting to see how he thinks. And, and this situation kind of taught me a lot about how people think. So about a month ago, month and a half ago, we give this guy a loan. He breaks our contract. It doesn't follow through. He actually is working with another company, breaks their contract, and he's in, he's in disputes with them. They're mad at him. They're going to sue him or whatever is going to go wrong with that. Um, and they tell us, hey, this guy is, he's, he's bad. We like, you got to go after him, get your money back quickly. Cause it was, it wasn't till the term of our contract. We said, Hey, we have this, we have, we can step in early if we need to and, and see what's going on and collect on them, whatever we need to do. So we reach out to him, get on the phone with him. And I mean, he loses it. F you guys, I can't believe you're calling me at my house. Like how? And we're like, dude, we gave you a loan of 10 grand. You owe us the money. Like what's going on? F you guys, I'm not paying a dime. And we're like, what are you like? What's going on? I and I, we uh, I finally I talked to my uh, my assistant who did the loan earlier, and he he's like, dude, I don't know what happened with this guy. He's uh, he's gone off the walls. And we kind of talked about it for a little bit. I actually he actually ends up calling us back. F you guys, screw you guys. And and in our contract, and we're we're sitting there saying, hey, let's make a plan. Let's let's see what's gone wrong. Obviously, he's upset about something. Let's figure out a plan to move forward. Maybe he can make payments back to us. Whatever it is, he goes, no. Just, and, and I, I threatened him. I said, Hey, you know, if you don't, if you don't want to comply, if you don't want to work with us, that's fine. We're going to send you to collections agency. They're going to go and ding your credit. They're going to put huge account holds on your credit. We can put on a $5,000 fine on top of your loan. If we want to, we like have never, we never do that, but we can, it's in our contract. And I said, Hey, this is, this is the route. If you want to play hardball with us, that's what we can do, but we want to work things out with you. And he just, and, and at this point he hangs up and then he starts texting us and he's texting us these long texts. Um, F you guys, I'm not paying a, you know, send fine, send me to, send me to collections agency, send me to court, sue me, whatever you want to do. I'm done with it. Like whatever. I'm, I won't even fight. I'll give up in court, but like, just, you know what? Like I'll fight. Like you guys are trying to take advantage of me. 
text him back. I'm like, what, what is the deal with this guy? Like why, what has driven him to, to push us away so far, you know? And, um, and I text him back and say, Hey, you know, we gave you a loan of 10 grand, right? You've got a, you can pay us back or it's stealing. Essentially, you, if you want to steal our money, that's fine. We're going to take legal action against you if you want to steal from us, but we're willing to work with you. We're, we want to, we can make a payment plan. I know everything didn't work out on the other side of things, but we'll work out with you. And, uh, F you guys, I mean, he's a text back. You guys are the worst. Like, and I'm like, dude, I, I'm, I'm trying to give you a chance here. I can't believe you're calling, you're texting me late at night now. And I'm like, what? Like, oh, <laughs> everything we did apparently was like the, the worst thing we've ever, ever seen ever to this guy. And, um, we, we sat on, we, I'm like, let's let him go to bed. Like we'll talk to him tomorrow or whatever. Right. So we, we let him sit on it. He, uh, anyways, we follow up a little bit later and we, we reach out to him, call, we call him, doesn't answer. He texts us the next morning. I can't believe you guys called me last night. It was like, it was 6 PM. I'm after, it's after my work hours. I can't believe you guys called me, blah, blah, blah. F you guys. And I'm like, dude, um, and I, I, if you guys ever read the book, um, uh, how to win friends and influence people. Great book talks about when you negotiate and a lot of negotiations, most people talk about this is let the other person feel like they won, right? Let them feel like they won. And they will a lot of times give you what you want as well. It's a big pride thing. I thought, I wonder if this is a pride thing with this guy. So I text him back and I say, Hey, sir, you know, I, you're obviously upset. You want to act just so you know, I went and talked to this other company and I actually got mad at them for you on your behalf. Cause it looks like they messed up your account pretty bad. <coughs> now we didn't do anything bad, right? We didn't do anything wrong, but they messed up pretty good. And I said, Hey, it was our fault to reach out to you, you know, late at night. I'm sorry about that. You know, our, our mistake but we're looking for a plan. Do you want to work on our team? Hey, I'm sorry, you you know, you know win the argument, but hey, do you want to work on our team with us and we can figure out a plan to, to help with the other company and also to get our money back? How does that work? And he was like, I, you know what? You guys you guys screwed me in the past, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, I'm like, hey, we, we, didn't, we didn't screw you over. We didn't do, actually do anything wrong in our, in our way, but hey, let's put it under the bridge. I'm sorry, it's my mistake. Can we move forward and help this out? And after... 30 texts of him cussing, yelling, doing whatever. The moment I told him that he won, hey, you win, you won, you were right. Can we kind of work toward this? He, he rolled over like a puppy dog. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You guys haven't done anything wrong. Yeah, I want to work with you guys and I want to move forward and, and let's figure this out. And uh, I said, okay, well, what's the plan? And then he, he starts getting heated up again. Well, you know, you effing blah, blah, blah. And, he, and I was just like, man, we are trying to give this guy a huge break, save him potentially five to $7,000 of just fees that he's supposed to owe us that I could, I actually could take him to court right now and, and win most likely for that amount. It's easier though, if he just pays us back. Um, it made me think for a, a few, a few things that I drew from this, this situation was number one. Um, uh, if you let other people think they won and, and actually they do, Hey, you won the argument. No worries. You're, you're going to be your spouse, your kids, whatever. Hey, you win, right? But let's look at, let's, let's not work on each other. Let's not focus on arguing with each other. Let's focus on the problem, right? Let's say hey, we got a problem here. You owe us 10 grand. Let's focus on that problem and let's, let's, you know, go from there. Number two thing I learned was that guy, there's a reason that guy's broke and his business is failing and it's not working. He is so difficult to work with, to communicate with, to deal with. And there's people in our, you know, I, you guys, as you guys know, we have different programs we sell that teach people how to launch scale funds. I will actively kick people out of our groups. I don't care how much money you have. I will kick you out of my group if you're acting like that. Because I know, first off, none of the stuff we teach you is going to 
going to do anything for you because you are not, you're always in a victim mentality. He was in this victim mentality of I'm a victim. Everyone's wronged me. Screw everybody. And a lot of profanity words to everybody. It's everybody else's fault. It's not my fault. Won't take any responsibility on himself that in reality, he just really poorly managed his finances. Not, not, the other companies didn't really do that much wrong. In, in reality, when I look at the situation, nobody did that much wrong. He mismanages finances a lot. But now it's everybody's fault. It's the government's fault. It's the president's fault. It's your spouse's fault. Or it's the kids or your neighbor, whoever it is. If you act like that in one of my groups, I kick you out. And I will send your money back. I don't even want your money. Take your money. I don't care. Because people that, that act that way and don't work in the, the hero mentality. I, like, I think there's three mentalities that, I've, that I try to think about and use. Number one is the victim. I mentioned that. People that act like the victim, right? The victim, they're the victim. We already mentioned that. Number two mentality is the survivor. Hey, I had bad stuff happen to me in the past or something happened, but I survived it. And I'm still going, I'm surviving, which is it's a better mentality, right? I'm surviving. I, I got through my father's death or a bro, you know, brother or divorce and I'm surviving. The, other, the third and, and the highest mentality is the hero mentality. The hero mentality is, yeah, I went through a lot of bad stuff, but I actually overcame it and I conquered it. What's interesting about, if you even look in parables in the Bible, right? It rains, you know, the, the floods came down, right? And it rained on every, it rains on everybody. It rains on the righteous and the wicked. It rains on the good and the bad. But it's what those people do with the rain if they're, if they're established upon a rock or upon the sand that makes all the difference. Depends if their mentality is, hey, I'm a victim. Oh, it's raining. There's nothing I can do about this. Crap. It's everyone else's fault. A survivor. Hey, I'm going to survive the rain. Or third, hey, I'm actually going to overcome the rain. I'm going to use the rain to my advantage. We're going to collect a lot of water. It's going to help us for the, whatever that is, right? And I think those three mentalities are crucial for, for business. I, I heard a great speaker, um, comes his name's Alex Sharp and I love his stuff. He's got a great podcast. You've heard of it, the momentum podcast. I love it. If you guys want to listen to it, it's amazing. And he talks about the entrepreneur, entrepreneur personality type. And I actually heard him speak on stage before is awesome. Um, and he mentioned this and I love this quote. He said, success is between the ears. Isn't that great? Isn't that relieving? It's all what goes on between your ears. When I played sports growing up a lot, and it was all on, not all, but a lot of it was physical talent, um, size, speed, right? And for me, I was, I was pretty quick. I was actually, I was actually had a good amount of talent. I, I played pretty well, but I'm not that big of a guy. I'm right currently full grown. I'm like 5'11", 165. Okay. That's not going to get me a D1 scholarship anywhere, especially in football, right? I was a fast safety and corner and receiver, but it's not going to get me a scholarship. Um, even though I had, I had good hands and I could play pretty well. Um, and that really frustrated me right? Frustrating me in sports was size or my DNA makeup. But in business, it's totally different. Success is between your ears. That's all that really matters in business. And if you can develop yourself and develop your mentality and change from that victim to that hero mentality in everything in life, change from our mentality of instead of a prideful approach to that guy, I could have gone and just said, Hey, you know what? We're coming after you. I'm going to take your, your, you, he personally guaranteed this on you. I'm going to go after your assets. I'm going to go after everything. I'm going to take legal action against you, whatever I need to do. I took the, the humble approach. Hey, let him win. Hey dude, you won the argument, man. Awesome. Good for you. You won. It's great. Let's make a solution for how you're going to give me my money back. Cause that's all I really want. It's just the money. I don't care about my pride or if he calls me a, uh, an effing, whatever he wants to call me. Hey man, you won. Let's just work on a plan to get the money back. I think mean, that's the difference 
between people who are, and I'm not just talking monetary success. I'm talking about success in all aspects of life, spiritual, social, physical, relationship, all of that. It, it, it all corresponds together, all links together. And that's, I don't know, kind of a, I, I'm jolting around a little bit here, but I thought a story that, that really helped me and helped me understand a little bit about the mentality of people and why some people are broke forever. And the last thing I'll say is people who have a broke mindset, it doesn't matter how much money you give them. It doesn't matter how much benefit and welfare and socialism you give to those people. It's not going to help them at all. There's a great quote that Jim Rohn always talked about, and I think it's so true. If you took all the money in the world and you divided it equally into everybody, in a short matter of time, it would all be back in the same pockets. I think that's so true. If you look at lottery winners, the majority of them within five years have lost all of their money. And these are, these are lottery winners that won over $10 million. In five years, all of the money is gone. Why? It's not because they had a lack of money, a lack of resources, because they didn't know how to manage that much money. And just like that parable goes, if you gave everyone equal money, it would all be back in the same pockets in a pretty short amount of time. All right, that's all I got for you guys today. Um, like, subscribe, whatever it is on this thing. And uh, let me know your thoughts on, on what you guys think of this episode and this podcast. See you guys next one. Bye. Hey, hey, what's going on? Wasn't that awesome? So what we've done is made a Facebook group that is free to the public. You've got to opt in and join it, but I go live in there every single Wednesday to walk through your questions, do live Q&A and walk through new topics. So if you want to connect with me, want me to answer your questions directly, join our Facebook group. It's Investment Fund Secrets. If you go online, you'll see it. We have a private group for our mastermind members. It's not that one. It's our free group. You guys can hop in, get questions answered, meet other people starting funds and, and join our Investment Fund Secrets family. If you guys are interested, go to Facebook Investment Fund Seekers. I'll see you guys inside.